Hi, it's 420 somewhere and welcome to Sex and Sativa with Alex. It's me, your favorite sex positive goddess. And what's the wildest sexual fantasy you've ever had? Come on, share with me. I won't bite unless you want me to. Honestly, there are so many sexual fantasies. It's totally healthy, completely normal to fantasize, regardless of what or how deviant you feel might your fantasy might be. Your fantasy is completely normal, it's completely healthy, and it's justified. This episode, we are going to be talking about sexual fantasies, how to turn your sexual fantasies into reality, but most importantly, if your fantasies are better off as they are, just fantasies. This is going to be a very interesting episode. So, in my previous episode, I talked about loop shaming and what loop shaming was about, but I didn't finish it the way I wanted because I was very, very sick. I officially stopped coughing, I think yesterday. I haven't coughed, coughed since yesterday. So I decided to just take the plunge and record this new episode. Um, When I talked about loop shaming, I kind of skipped over or I just kind of like quickly skimmed a few points because I wanted to just uh, not choke (laughs) while I was talking the previous episode but um, I wanted to emphasize on how harmless loop is and it's incredibly important to use lubricants during sexual experiences in fact lubricants is not just relegated to sexual experiences or sexual activities lubricants are used in the hospitals lubricants are used for men when you want to um, get your prostate checked out the hospital for women ideally that speculum that they insert inside of you to check your um, what that to check your Pussy problems should be coated in a lot of lube. Well, I'm just saying lube is used in the hospitals, it's used for medical procedures as well. It's not just a sexual thing. So if it's perfectly safe and normal to be used in medical procedures and hospital, why don't you want to introduce lube into your sexual lifestyle? It's completely harmless. Like I talked about in the previous episode, it's important to find the kind of lube they are looking for for what is necessary for do you want the one that um, is a warming lube the one that gets hot to the touch there are some lube that kind of double as massage oils as well on a completely unrelated note i saw one tiktok this is a company that makes candles but the wax doesn't burn at the same at normal heat of normal uh candles this one burns into like oil that you can use to massage your partner and when i saw that ad, i think i saw the account posting oh yeah you can use our candles as oil i was just like man the bdsm community must be having a great time and in the comments she i think she specified whether she specified or she said oh yeah most of our customers were you know kind of doing the sexy king king stuff <laughs> anyway i would love something like that a candle that burns into massage oil 
and like that means that when you pour that kind of candle wax on the body it's just perfect for sex because you know you cannot use a normal candle wax for like sex right it's not it's 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 a completely different vibe there are candles specifically that burn at temperature that hurts the skin but doesn't cause damage the way normal waxes do because some people are interested in um heat some people play with fire for sex i'm just saying you need to be able to do it in a way that is safe and is healthy which is what we're going to talk about in this episode i also neglected to talk about the ladies who actually have like all the natural wap but they feel like there's something wrong with them because they discharge more than normal there's nothing wrong with you like there's absolutely nothing wrong with you to the fact that you discharge like you discharge way more than the next girl or the next woman should there's nothing wrong when you confirm from your gynecologist that you do not have an infection you don't have like an imbalance and this is just you then there's nothing wrong with the fact that you discharge a lot or you have that wap all the fucking time it just means you have to be more cautious um of yourself more uh, uh hygienic because yes 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 more hygienic instead of just wearing normal panties you get to wear your panties with panty liner so that you don't bleach your panties all the time there's nothing wrong with bleaching your panties that's completely normal if you see a vagina a, a, a pair of like underwear with bleached parts it's normal it's healthy okay that thing you be stuffing your mouth it kind of changes the color of the underwear it's acidic in some sort of ways uh-huh. it just means you have to change your panty liners there's nothing wrong with you having all that extra discharge but knowing that there's also nothing wrong with you using lubricants as well introducing lubricants into your sex life because like i said it could not just be for the lubrication you might want a warming lubricant you might want the cooling lubricant you might want um a flavored lubricant you might just i mean there are different lubricants for different things so if you got a natural wrap don't be ashamed to ask for lube don't be embarrassed that lube is being brought in it's not a sign of a deficiency in you it's not a sign that something is wrong it's just a sign we need a little extra extra something if you know what i mean yeah it's normal all of that like nice stuff i am going to go on a smoke break very soon which is why i'm excited to be doing this episode i have not been in the best mental health recently so I'm happy I'm doing this. On to sexual fantasies. What is a sexual fantasy? A sexual fantasy is, um, dare I say, a simply arousing, is sexually, is simply sexually arousing. That's going to be a fucking mouthful, Alexandria. Get your shit together. A sexual fantasy is simply a sexually arousing thought or mental picture that you have while you're awake this is not like a sex dream or some shit like that no fantasies are mental pictures images videos in your head when you are awake um fantasies can come very very spontaneously you might not be expecting to have a sexual fantasy about anything or anyone or anywhere but it comes like that and sexual fantasies can also be very 
deliberate like you can be very deliberate about thinking up a fantasy for various reasons maybe you're bored or uh, you want to stay aroused or you want to be aroused there are a ton of reasons for fantasizing about sex and some of these reasons include to experience sexual arousal you know what I'm going to speak with smoke pictures, so I'm going to take in every opportunity I have to smoke. Mm. The thing about smoke breaks is when you come back, the high hits, which is what I'm looking for. I'm looking for my high to still hit me. I love the cannabis. Which, by the way, I was seen uh, a post I saw a post it, it sounded it might have not come from a condescending place but it sounded very it read very condescending to me um, the post was like oh if you're posting about uh, cannabis on the timeline be very aware that people are watching you and when you're arrested nobody's gonna say anything and I started thinking about myself I do cannabis a lot. I smoke a lot. I do. I'm not a light smoker when it comes to cannabis. I, I, I indulge quite a lot. I also have this really amazing podcast that has changed my life where I talk about sex while I'm buzzed. Sometimes it makes sense. Most times, 90% of times it makes sense. Sometimes I get episodes that are rambling. That was earlier on. I used to keep those rambling episodes, but I don't anymore. Because I got the memo, you that listen sort of want a very streamlined episode. So I've been trying to adhere to that. But if I was arrested for my podcast for talking about cannabis and sex in a way that seems to be quite promoting the substances it's sad that I won't like nobody's gonna be like oh yo that that's not necessary that's completely fine and this brought me to like a conversation I was having with someone I said one of the reasons we continue to perpetrate evil evil is by not taking a stance or taking the stance that everyone else is taking um i read i was reading one book or something like that about um how not all germans exactly were in the nazi concentration camp not all of them were busy doing hell hitler or whatever like not all of them were the soldiers around sacked people's homes and separated them some of them were ordinary citizens who by just being silent and supporting um, these policies aided the whole Nazi thing. Just by saying, oh, you know, this is the way it's supposed to be. It, you know, it's just the way it's supposed to be. I get that a lot. So when it comes to, like, remember conversations about culture and tradition, I hear, oh, that's just the way it's supposed to be. If it's not good, why are you very confident or you're very content just leaving it the way it's supposed to be? It doesn't favor someone else. So, you know, it's not your business. It's fine. You don't do that. So, heaven forbid, you actually advocate for someone that does. Or you don't do that. So, automatically, that makes the person that does it less than you beneath you. 
and that Twitter post I saw like two people that <laughs> listened to my podcast and like oh yeah we're not going to defend you just usual Nigerian banter and I felt so sad I have nothing against them go ahead it's fine that you don't defend me it's just it was sad to note been noting a lot of sad things lately and it's not been the healthiest thing for me so we're going to move on to reasons for having sexual fantasies some of the um reasons why people engage in sexual fantasy so if you don't understand why if you've been hesitant about engaging in sexual fantasies or having sexual fantasies or kind of okaying uh other people's sexual fantasies some of the reasons here could make you like, hmm, this makes sense. Okay, one, A, I, Roman numeral one, uh, to experience sexual arousal. Because hmm. thinking about some stuff can be like very sexy. Not everything in front of you is going to get you turned on. So it's not a bad idea to retreat into that little sexy place called your mind and just build a fantasy that sustains you for your sexual experience. In other words, you want to think about something to help you get through fucking this person. Not exactly help you get through, but to help be fucking more enjoyable by all means, yes. To experience sexual arousal, people deliberately think up sexual fantasies um because you are curious about different sexual experiences just because what you're doing right now is what you're doing is what you're used to you can actually fantasize about something different doesn't necessarily mean you want to do it just maybe you've been enjoying a little bit of um doggy and riding you know there are some sexual moves that kind of I won't say they don't encourage a lot of intimacy, but yeah, some sexual positions don't encourage a, a ton of intimacy. Just seem like something that some people in like a porn magazine whipped up together. So, if you're curious about like a different kind of sexual experience, you want something that makes you feel a little bit closer to your partner, where he's looking you in the eye and like kissing you on your lips and your forehead and it's fucking you, or you want to be dominated, you see yourself submissive, but you're not submissive in any way, aspect, shape, or form in your life. But you know, thinking that you could be submissive sexually kind of helps your engines go. By all means, think of a different sexual experience my glasses are on my microphone oh what's next the to meet unfulfilled sexual needs i don't think i need to explain this further sometimes you fantasize to help you meet unfulfilled sexual needs just because you are having sexual experiences doesn't mean it's going to be fulfilling or fulfilled yeah it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be enjoyable i think we talked about that a lot it might not be your fault it might not be your partner's fault shit might just happen so you need a fantasy to just help you crest it's not a bad idea it's healthy it's completely normal it's not cheating i think uh some people do feel that having sexual fantasies is like cheating or no 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 not just cheating some people do feel like having sexual fantasies is like having like a spirit 
a spiritual like relationship because you're thinking it and you know the mind is incredibly powerful place so it's like I think I've had con- I know I've had conversations with people that uh, felt masturbating was um, masturbating was having sex with your having sex with your spirit self and if you are thinking about somebody while masturbating it means that you are uh, according to the person violating it was sha 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 the person felt like it's not right for you to fantasize or use fantasies to help you during masturbate that was what brought about the entire conversation it's completely normal to use fantasies to masturbate okay that's just what i'm saying now the opposite of whatever you were saying before i'm now saying it now i should send this episode to him oh no taking a social media break so Oh, to temporarily escape reality. That's another reason why people engage in sexual fantasy. Sometimes, you know, I could be at a meeting. And I would just start thinking of like my, I have a go-to Hugh Jackman fantasy. He's very, very sexy. I don't know why. He used to be nice bang bang sometimes. Oh, 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 no, but somebody recently sent me a video that was very, not recently, recently, but, like, recently, as of, like, three months, two months, I can't be too sure, sent me a video of, like, of, his, of himself coming, and that was just so sexy, and I sort of built a sexual fantasy around that video, you know, which I played in my head, while I was having a, I was having a conversation with someone about, it was supposed to be like a job thing but i knew it wasn't leading anywhere so i just let the person drone on and on and i, I sort of built uh, a fantasy from that video that i remembered him sending me so when i was done with that means like the next time i was not masturbating i now pulled the fantasy like i already deliberately built i was like all right let's go through this again and i used it to you know make myself come some more <laughs> You could never have too much orgasms. There's no such thing as too much orgasms, according to Alexandria. Okay. <clears throat> to express or fulfill a socially taboo sexual desire. Yo, there are some things that, you know, we're in the society that people feel like they, di- they should dictate how you feel, how you feel about what you're feeling, and, you know, what what is supposed to be societally normal especially when it comes to sex regardless of what part of society you're in uh, society kind of always sort of dictates what should be quote-unquote normal sexually um so yeah sometimes you want to fantasize to think about something that ideally if if you have a conversation about this in public they'll be like oh, what gas my chest is paining me blah 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 some shit like that so yeah to so plan out future sexual encounters see that thing i said about thinking of uh, a fantasy and then using it during masturbation i can think of like a fantasy and then or something sexually fan well that is it is what i said the sexual fantasy and use it while i am fucking or to plan maybe doing sex with this person you think oh this was nice but if i do one or two or three this could improve the whole sec the whole sexual situation you know 
I sort of used that experience that I might not have necessarily enjoyed to, and I fantasized about it to build off a better experience that I might enjoy when I do express this to my partner with my partner. See what I'm saying? To reduce and relax, to reduce anxiety and to relax, I agree. I agree. Sometimes being in your head can just um, can be nice because you are physically overthinking uh, an experience or something. So let me pull a scenario. You have never and you've never given head or you've never enjoyed giving head but you know with the right penis with the right situation in the right headspace you might actually be like a throat goat so you think about it and it kind of helps you so that when you are in that moment you don't sort of just put your mind into being that moment because we can overthink a lot of things sexually like doing sex so instead of just overthinking oh yeah am i slopping it right is he liking it is he moaning the way i expect him to moan or this feels fake i don't think i'm holding it right you can just put yourself in your fantasy mode and imagine that you are the throat goat enjoying the fuck out of this penis and it kind of relaxes you reduces anxiety about the sexual experience you're about to you're supposed to enjoy or you are about to experience to feel more confident sexually <laughs> sexual confidence is very sexy it comes from a shit ton of different things it could be money that makes you feel sexually confident it could be seeing a guy moan for you that makes you feel sexually confident it could be lingerie that makes you feel sexually confident or you could fantasize about yourself being this possessed, dynamic, sexual being. You know, like you see yourself as the, as the hottest thing since I don't know what's hot for you. For me right now is abacha. Not hot, hot in terms of like flavor, but like abacha is like things like this shit. And you put girl, yo. So stay true to my roots. <laughs> So imagine you're fantasizing yourself as being sexually confident actually helps you become more sexually confident if you feel like you are this bad bond girl who can rival Halle Berry. When you're in that bedroom, you're going to exhibit that I'm better than Halle Berry kind of vibe. Halle Berry is just hot. Like she's very hot. Just glowing. Tracy Ellis Ross, man, their skin. I want to have that money at that age to take care of myself. Just saying. Oh, boredom could be a very good reason to engage in a sexual fantasy. I think I've explained. I don't need to explain more on how you can ex- experience boredom or you. Mm. Boredom. New sexual fantasies to escape boredom. Uh, to fulfill. Um, emotional needs to meet fulfill unfulfilled emotional needs swap unfulfilled sexual needs for unfulfilled emotional needs here fantasies can help you a lot like i said earlier if you fantasize about being more intimate with your partner um cuddling more engaging more aftercare 
emotional needs are most times unmet during sexual encounters it's like people especially in casual sexual encounters all don't have emotional needs and fucking forbid you have emotional needs and it means you fucking want a relationship people don't know how to do casual relationships casual sexual relationships it just feels like oh there must be this level of detachment and i used to subscribe to that anyway because you know hard girl hard girl but there must be some the person that i'm fucking has to give a fuck about me because if you don't give a fuck about me then it means that you can come without thinking about my own coming sex involves a lot of communication communication is honesty is respect is trust you cannot be emotionally detached and do all of that it just it's not healthy okay so emotional needs fantasies can help out emotional needs to block out difficulties and distractions during sex like i said we sometimes we tend to be in our head so much thinking about what is not happening and what is happening and did we turn off the gas in the kitchen and would you lock the door properly is the hotel room locked is someone hearing you like some sort of like weird distractions that someone can be having during sex though so fantasizing about sex can keep you from those weird distractions to compensate for an unattractive and undesirable partner i don't know why i'm laughing at this okay it's like as if it's a laugh laughing thing it's just you know you might be with someone and you're thinking of fucking rihanna doesn't mean you're cheating on them though have i ever fantasized about someone that was not so attractive and with someone else attractive i i have fantasized about fucking someone else while fucking someone else while fucking a different person so it's like as if it was unattractive it's just i i would have most likely preferred to fuck the person i was fantasizing about but you know that person was not available and the person in front of me that was fucking me was good i wouldn't say a I wouldn't say set I didn't set so it wasn't a substitute. It's just you know he was there at the moment and I would have loved somebody else. It's not bad. It's not a horrible thing to do. It doesn't mean you're a bad person. It just means, you know, you thought about someone else. To relieve past experiences, that's a great you know, sometimes you get that like there was one time I came so hard. I think I say this all the time, I couldn't, I had this really awful, like really bad headache and I started crying, like my hair was just like and I was crying and you know, he had to hug me and cuddle me and like I cried for like a hot, like I was just, I was coming and it was just very super intense. Sometimes I go back, mm, man, I clench and unclench to that experience. Just some of those special ones i put in that special spank bag fold i don't bring it out all the time i break it out like when it's completely necessary like when i've got money in my account and i'm a happy fellow can't break it out now i'm depressed as fuck okay okay so one thing to note is that you know what thank you heavens for cannabis because it's been one thing that has 
weirdly not weirdly obviously because people prescribe cannabis for people with mental issues but cannabis has been so awesome it's been so great it's kept me steady it's kept me sane if that reads as addiction to you because you don't understand that's completely fine you're very very valid in your emotions don't bring that shit my way though gracias The main defining feature of a fantasy is that it generates arousal. It turns you on. However, just because a fantasy turns you on, you know, it generates that certain arousal in you. This water is very hot. Oh, it's not hot anymore. I put it cold, close to like cold water. So I think that's all helped. It has lemon in it. You know. Because I'm supposed to be like staying healthy. Since I'm done with this now, I'm going to go and chew bitter cola and just thrive. Just because something turns you on doesn't mean you have to act on it. Just because it's a fantasy, a sexual fantasy that you have, doesn't mean you have to make it a reality. Sexual desire sexual fantasies are almost used interchangeably but they are not they mean completely different things that are sort of hard to describe so sexual desire is one of the strongest of human needs it's as important as our desire for food you know what i don't know why people are always like oh it's sex food you do realize that on scale of things are important like sex can be on the scale of things that are important to you it doesn't mean you're a deviant if food is important to you shelter is important to you um what else is important again having money is important to you having great sex can also be important to you and you are actively working in ways so that you continuously have great sex it's not a bad thing you're continuously working so you get you you're able to buy food fine you're continuously working so you're able to buy your new sex toys and your new lubricants and your new um like like whatever it's not a bad thing to have sex what the fuck is this be on um scale of desire for you it's a strong human need we should stop acting like it is something that should be ignored or it's embarrassing or some shit like that just no sexual choice or sex sorry i can't even read my handwriting because i'm always writing on paper sexual desire is rich it's fascinating it's complex it's messy but it's very different from arousal like sexual arousal is an emotion or feeling it's not an urge that is uncontrollable that's something i want you to know same thing about sexual fantasies these are not these are not stuff that oh i had a fancy actor they are not uncontrollable you're a human being it is not uncontrollable your sexual desire is not uncontrollable your sexual urges are not uncontrollable on the contrary defining like sexual desire is like a challenging thing to do 
for me this episode was sort of challenging i was trying so hard to find um words because sexual desire is, is like explained in multiple and different ways sometimes sexual desire is a state that is described as an interest in sexual activities or objects it's a feeling to seek out sexual subject or engage in sexual activity it's an aspect of human sexuality that varies in person so just because you do you have a grab on your sexual desire someone might be having a hard time having a grab on their sexual desire someone might have a hard time even understanding or accessing their own sexual desires or fantasies it varies from person to person depending on the circumstances in people so it stays fluctuating sexual desire may or may not result in sexual behavior sexual desire can be amplified or aroused by sexual fantasies and sexual tension so your sexual fantasies can feed your sexual desire wait what's sexual tension sexual sexual tension or sexual desires that haven't been acted on so you know when you feel of that sexual tension just know there's some desiring happening in the building or in the room that haven't been that they has reacted on sexual tension so sexual desire is something that you usually want to do it's like a, a future plan or a goal for your sex life it's important to note that our sexual behavior that's like shit we do in the bedroom the actual fucking that we engage in can be based is based on our sexual fantasies desires or both a mixture of sexual fantasy and desire or sometimes it is neither a sexual behavior is not predicated on the sexual fantasies and desires that we do have sex can be confusing complicating and simple at the same time you just kind of need to get to the nitty-gritty of it the golden rule of it all all right now that we've covered sexual desires sexual fantasy and sexual tension whatever do we like always have to make our sexual desires a fantasy like sexual fan alexandria do we always have to make our sexual fantasies a reality like when you're in a relationship with someone and you've shared your sexual fantasies your sexual you know all that oh what's your what's your what's what's your what's your wildest fantasy come on talk to me that you know people have that conversation all the time in relationships and sometimes people do not have i need to adjust my microphone people do not have that conversation in relationships just because you've shared your sexual fantasies with your partner while you're in a relationship or relationship means you guys are fucking not talking about dating just there's a fucking happening you know the fucker and fucky the fuck the fuckers <laughs> i'm so sorry no i'm not sorry actually um yeah just because you've shared your fantasies with your partner or your partners shared your fan their fantasy with you don't assume that you are supposed to act on it 
some sexual fantasies are just like they are better as fantasies sometimes and in most cases fantasies just stay fantasies like it's a good idea to think about it but you have no interest in making it a reality your partner has no interest in making it a reality and you're completely fine with that there shouldn't be a pressure just because sexual fantasies are shared between partners to turn this fantasy into reality you might be putting some sort of like unnecessary pressure on your partner and bringing in unnecessary conflict that your relationship does not need this is why I'm always talking about how it's very important to communicate in a sexual relationship with someone. Communication is cannot has not been emphasized enough. So yeah. If you're in a relationship with someone or you're sharing fantasies with like a future partner while listening or telling your partner just Remember that not everyone wants to have their fantasy a reality. Like, it's great to talk about. It's great to know where my mind goes. But I have no, absolutely no interest. Like, there are some fantasies that I have. I think about the mechanics of making it work. I'm like, eh, absolutely not. No. It's just... Okay, for example, now let's say you have a breeding kink. You enjoy when someone is coming inside of you, like, all the time. Like, that, it's great. Don't get me wrong. You know, points like come to come to come party. Hmm. I feel like I could use, I could do add an hour to like come and make you like oh, say a word, but nothing is popping in my head right now, and I'm pissed because I know that when I listen to this podcast, like when I'm editing this podcast, I'm gonna think of a word that comes will come. So back to coming on command i guess you have a breeding kink you enjoy having a man come inside of you you enjoy coming to your partner like it's great but realistically let's start thinking pregnancies let's start thinking that there is no birth control that is 100 percent um efficient even vasectomy like i'm just saying it's sometimes that they be sleeping like I've had some stories of some men that have had vasectomies and their partners become pregnant and they swear, heaven forbid, it can't be their babies. But, you know, it is theirs. There is no birth control that is 100% effective. So if children are a complete no-no for you, it's like, it's a no, it's a no, no, no. You have to be careful. Like, you have to think, like, the breeding fantasy is fine, it's great, but you're going to indulge in it all the time then we start thinking of stis and stds and what if you're you have something on your partner or something it's not really a great time to be doing that whole world dogging bullshit so yeah just because your partner told you oh she loves a breeding fantasy doesn't mean she's interested in you not using a condom the next time both of you fuck make sure you have a conversation talk communicate i can never overly emphasize communication when you are fucking somebody it's like it's super important when you are sharing a fantasy like are you sharing it just because you want a comp something is bad to me are you sharing your fantasy because like it's a conversation you know it turns us on to just talk about the fact that oh i have sexual fantasies you know my mind too is a sexy place or 
are you sharing because you want it to be realistic or to be done to each other like you want so this to be a reality communicate with your partner let them know let them be aware that this is what you want this is not the period where you start doing like oh i don't know maybe you have to be clear and concise and if you personally are not clear and concise on whether you want your fancy to be a reality or you're just fine with it being a fancy kind of have this conversation with yourself having it with a partner can help but don't let it be help in such a way that it influences you you know what i mean like if you don't want you why am i singing alexandria Uh, if you don't want your partner to share i don't know why i'm like pausing i'm tired I always hate it like when my mental takes a dive like this because I never know like I never know how I am going to come back on the other side like I never know how I am how my healing is going to work I just I'm, I'm coping I'm coping if you don't trust your partner trust trust was what i was mixing up as want and fast alexandria my handwriting is like not the most legible for people not even myself but sometimes when i'm rushing it's not so if you don't trust your partner to share your sexual relationship or your sexual fantasies with them you kind of have to examine why what sort of i think my ear hurts what sort of sexual relationship have you been having with your partner before that you can't trust them to share your sexual fantasies with you? Have they made fun of your have they made fun of you before about something sexualized? If not, it's completely valid that you wouldn't want to share your sexual fantasies with someone that's made fun of you. Are they likely to make fun of you? Because it's a difference between knowing that they've made fun of you and are they likely to make fun of you? Is your partner someone that listens sexually? Is he open to like sharing? Can he can he understand that sex is fun for you? I'm using he because you know in my case. But how about if you have a partner that is just she's you know she's just never going to go for it? Is this from you feeling that she's never going to go for me for it? Have you kind of? gently broach the subject in a joking manner and seeing their reaction because sometimes we assume we are, we are going to know our partner's reaction to things and we just hide a lot of shit inside it's not healthy this was supposed to be a short episode that i haven't even like i still have a do i still yeah i still have like a lot of things to talk about so and i'm not gonna cut it because I have no mental energy to do that. First of all, if you now want to engage in sexual fantasies or now you're in fantasy land, one thing to note is you have to divest yourself of shame 
or pride nobody has the right to judge you this is your fantasy it is what you want you can make it as specific or as vague as you want if you want to be fucked or you see yourself being fucked by someone who has like one eye and is and six toes and is wearing like a fur coat that's you it doesn't mean you're weird you're into fairies it's not a bad thing everybody has what is doing them let me just let you know so you can have your fantasies be as uniquely specific maybe it's a guy with a unicorn head or you enjoy uh having a lady wear like a cheerleader outfit oh no or nurse sexy nurse or whatever or a doctor like whatever fantasies you have they're yours don't be ashamed of it don't don't I won't I don't want to say don't be proud of it. Don't be ashamed of it. Be proud of it. It's your own. Yes. It's your fantasy. Nobody's judging you for it. Nobody has a right to tell you how it's supposed to go. Nobody's going to censor it for you. Like nobody has the right to censor your own fantasies for you. It just Nobody has a right to tell you that it doesn't look right. It doesn't feel right it feels wrong oh nobody does this it doesn't look like that it feels weird this is the sort of shit that turns you on it is your mind and one thing to notice that your mind can be the sexiest place ever you can make your mind to be the sexual oasis that it is supposed to be or it can be just because you don't let yourself think that way does not mean you cannot think that way your mind is the sexiest place to be because it is it's you you can think it up and if you can think it honestly i feel like you can do it i'm just saying there are so 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 many fantasies that exist there are some fantasies that are so popular i feel that well everybody has that but the thing about some fantasies like for example now my sister has this um fantasy about being fucked on a bed of money like when we talked about it it's like a bed of clean cold cash dollars to be very precise euros sometimes you know she swaps for her but never naira like she's being fucked on a bed of money he's like the money the cash is like cool cash is all over her and he's fucking her and then when he's like he's done coming you know he just rubs the cash out of her body that's her fantasy it has not changed since like the first time she told me i even asked her prior to this episode like do you still think like that she's like yes but realistically, if you're doing if you're dealing with like clean, cool cash, man, that's just gonna that's just gonna hurt you. Like I'm just thinking of the paper cuts. Like, and do you realize how uncomfortable it would be to fuck on a bed of money? Like, no. And then that ink, like you know how messy and sweaty and sex gets and then you know on on a bunch of paper that is ink and all of that ink is rubbing on your skin just or some people that think of like getting fucked at the beach and like oh we'll have sex on the beach and then they do and then it's sand sand in places that sand shouldn't be and then i've had people say that oh i've like days after like they fucked on the beach just (laughs) 
just washing sand like out of places that sand shouldn't be or oh you think public sex you know not a bad idea just a simple thing and you end up being arrested for public indecency all you wanted was like an orgasm and now you have like a criminal charge you have to be <laughs> i'm just thinking of like fucking a bag of money because that's like i don't want to say use things actually I'm just something no feels like i'm judging i'm not judging that's funny hilarious so you have to be careful when planning off your fantasies because with life anything can go wrong think the same way sexually like i'm not just i'm not like i'm not dissuading you from making don't get me wrong i'm not dissuading you from making your fantasies like a reality i'm just saying properly acting on them could just like be the dam that bursts in your sexual life like acting on one fantasy and then wham you've turned to you know Cleopatra fucking Anthony and Mark Jacobs is, is that Mark Jacobs right? Anthony Anthony and Caesar hmm. yeah Mark Anthony right? man I don't know what I'm talking about Cleopatra shall fuck Caesar and his friend Anthony you know sexual she's like the sexual like the Marilyn Monroe icon yeah like there are so many sexual rumors about Cleopatra there are rumors that you know she had a vibrator made with bees that were caught in a guard there were the rumors that you know she'd be a trickle deal like she'd be sucking sucking some good dick so like you know I don't know who your sexual icon is but Actually, fantasy can just be the can be the dam that bursts and just properly regates your sex life. Don't know why I'm using family analogies. I don't think I even got it right. So here are some like popular fantasies that people engage in. Just so you know, you're not alone. about smoking while on camera is that going to be like dead there's going to be like dead air or can i talk while inhaling no here are some popular fantasies that people engaging in our sex for both parties yeah in our sex is you know doesn't get the best rep and it's most oftentimes not done well because people don't realize that there's a lot of prep that needs to be done before you stick a penis into an asshole. And anal sex is not just sticking a penis into an asshole, you know, you could be eating someone out, just light fingering or fisting or you're using toys. Like there's so much that goes on with just anal sex. It's not just the penetration part of it all. So in our sex for both parties some guys want to explore in our sex but they are too they are not confident enough to request for it in real life so that becomes a very popular fantasy in our sex bdsm stuff like you know domination submission tying up lots of people are really into bondage uh heat fire play people are into like some bdsm stuff choking that's like that's breath play impact play people want to be spanked they want to be whipped like you know 
BDSM stuff people fantasize about it because it's deviant to want or engage in shit like that. If you're listening to my podcast, you should know by now that that's not it. Um, watching porn with a partner, that's actually a very popular fantasy. Multiple partners is also another popular fantasy. Having multiple partners and you're engaging in group sex or in an orgy or some shit like that. Um, watching their partners get fucked by other people. That's another popular fantasy. I know they wanted to jump on one guy's tweets one time on Twitter, Twitter Nigeria, because he was like, oh yeah, he um, he doesn't mind if he watches his partner get fucked. Or, and rec- most recently, one chick was like, oh, she watched, um, what was she saying? Uh, she knew there was something wrong with her when she saw a video of her ex like cheating on her and he turned her on and people were making a big deal. I was like, oh, girl, no. What's turning you on? Works for you. Um, sex tape, watching themselves fuck. That's another popular fantasy. But you see that thing I said, be cautious because these are popular fantasies. They seem so, in theory, innocent. But when you do it with the wrong person, it just ends up being horrible and then you're traumatized and scarred for life and then you don't want to experience shit. Sex tapes are watching themselves have sex. I, you see, that's a really popular fantasy too. People just don't. You know, because you're not supposed to. I couldn't even watch myself have sex unless I'm wearing like my glasses or my contacts. Cause yo, like I would love to like watch myself get fucked like in a mirror or some shit like that. That'd be so cool. But then again, I'm thinking of like, am I going to be the sort of person that starts to worry, start my food pressure? And, I don't know. What mm, has changed with celibate Alexandria? This is like a new. I'm re-virginized. <laughs> that just sounds silly. Um, okay. Then we have some sort of like hardcore atypical fantasies. Um, some of these include exhibitionism. You want to have or you want to perform for people. You want people to watch you fuck or, you know. Yes, basically you want people to watch you fuck your partner that's a popular fantasy you know because you think you're quite good at it people watch you fuck that would be a bad idea it's not a bad thing to fantasize about or want to explore masochism that's like sexual pleasure from pain receiving physical pain and humiliation huge fantasy with people and they don't know why they fantasize about that and then they feel dirty and deviant there's nothing wrong with fantasizing about that voyeurism watching other people engage in sexual behavior activities sometimes you don't want to participate you just want to be a watcher okay just want to watch people sometimes you don't want them to know that you're watching them there's some sex clubs that can do that just saying um sadism inflicting pain on someone else and getting off on that that's another thing again there's nothing wrong with that just because he turns you on and gets you wet and gets your dick hard is nothing wrong with that another thing is um consensual non-consent or consensual non-monogamy consensual non-consent is like actually quite popular with people you know what i should do an episode of consensual non-consent i find it very interesting but with all of these things i have talked about these popular fantasies 
they are great as fantasies but when you want to make each of them a reality there are intricacies involved you don't just wake up and decide you want to engage in consensual non-consent with a partner even though both of you have talked about is your partner comfortable shit like that is he comfortable doing shit like that to you is she comfortable letting you do stuff like that to her you know stuff like that now like let's say you've communicated and you want to turn a specific fantasy into reality there are two rules to note first first of all you do not get to judge your partner's fantasies in any way at all it is not embarrassing it is not disgusting it is healthy you need to be able to communicate properly like communication is a big deal i cannot overemphasize communication communicate until you are blue in the face over talk about it it is very very much better to over communicate than under communicate and then you end up in a situation that can turn potentially harmful for both of you because with fantasies it's in your head nobody is going to go into your head and then get what you mean you might tell your partner oh i I like to be tied up and that's all and you expect like your partner is going to tie you up how you know i'm curious how did you tell your partner you like to be held down with his hands did you tell your partner that you like ropes or cuffs like did you properly explain at length did you tell your partner you like to be held down during foreplay did you tell your partner you like to be held down during sex like it's raining now how did you properly communicate all those things to your partner you don't second rule is that you don't have to meet all of your partner's desires or expectations your own boundaries matter as well just because someone is communicating fantasy with you if you are not comfortable or if you have certain sexual boundaries that you have placed and you're like i'm not going to do this is a hard limit for me it's fine it's normal also realize that if your partner is telling you no because your fantasy somehow crossed their own boundaries you have to accept it their sexual boundaries need to be acknowledged as well just because you are letting go of your own dare i say um i won't tell limitations but if you're shedding a little bit of like that words come together alexandria you work in media this is embarrassing if just because you want to go and explore more doesn't mean your exploration is something that your partner can or is comfortable with sharing fantasies is so important like it's incredibly important because to me it's a very high form of intimacy in some ways because like i said earlier your mind is one of the sexiest places that you can be in some of the sexiest things you have your mind has no limitations if you don't let it so sharing sexual fantasies with a partner is very intimate yeah yeah hmm. one way to enhance intimacy in couples share your sexual fantasies that's so cool
So if you want to turn fantasies into reality, if you want to turn your fantasies into, there's something like, is this water on the floor? No. Mm. There's like a guide I kind of penned down for turning your fantasies into reality. First things first, you need consent. Not just any kind of consent, deal. You need enthusiastic consent. You need the yes to be like, yes, I am excited. Yes, I want to do this over and over again. Like, you need to be, you need to not be kind of. You need to be hyped up to want to make your fantasy a reality. You need your partner to be very, very excited and on board to want to make your fantasy reality. It needs to be enthusiastic because then you don't want to want to feel like, oh, maybe they think I'm doing too much. No, you don't want to ever feel like you're doing too much or you feel ridiculous because you're all hyped up. No, you need enthusiastic consent. Consent needs needs to be like, yeah, I'm here for it. You need to make sure that your partner knows and understands what you want. This is where specificity is specific. (laughs) I need to take like an English course. I I don't know. I used to speak proper phonia before yo. I used to like, my diction used to be perfect and now, I don't know like the way I talk but I don't know not liking it very much I think it's because I'm not really liking myself too much these days so I'm finding a problem with almost everything I do the way I talk the way I podcast the way I breathe at this point um yeah enthusiastic consent one make sure your partner knows understands what you want to be specific if you are into bondage let your partner know what sort of bondage how the bondage is going to go about let your partner know the specific details of what your fantasy is as vague as you've made it before when you want to turn into reality you need it to be very 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 specific so just to avoid um miscommunication and having an experience that is supposed to be turned that's supposed to be wonderful turns out for you that's not what we want we don't want that also um another rule or not another rule the guide start out small when you have a fantasy don't just like go immediately in don't just think you can do it all you really cannot do it all break your fantasy into like dare i say um phases don't expect to do it all flesh it out i'm using bondage as a as an example if you are or maybe you're a girl that wants multiple partners you know your partner like or you know people are going to make fun of you because you want to train run on you or some shit like that but you actually just enjoy the feeling of being doubly penetrated or triple penetration like you just enjoy being full and stuffed of dick which is fine completely fine don't expect to go in like oh and start fucking two dicks at once maybe try with one penis and a sex toy 
or uh, a penis and a finger or like I'm just saying start out small flesh out details don't just expect to go all in you need to warm yourself up to the idea you need to warm your body to the idea you need to warm your mind to the idea don't just jump head in it's not exactly healthy okay start small take baby steps expect to fuck up don't expect perfection when you want to start fleshing out your fantasies when you want to make your fantasies a reality realize that you know leave room for error if you want to tie yourself up leave room for the fact that it may be a little bit tight or not as tight as you want or it gets loose just leave room for error leave room for fuck up don't expect perfection because when you go in expecting perfection it's supposed to be awesome and perfect no it takes time to build up to perfection so give yourself room and error for error and fuck up also take turns when you are making a sexual fantasy reality with your partner don't just be focused on yourself also take turns to do stuff for your partner as well by doing mine we'll do yours that way it actually helps you to um flesh out or take little baby steps in actualizing your fantasy so do for yourself and do for your partner at the same time sometimes fantasies are basically better left in your head i'm it's not a i'm not trying to be discouraging or anything like that fantasies sometimes are supposed to just stay in your head they're supposed to make you hard or wet that's just what they are it's not a weakness it's not a bad thing it doesn't mean you're a coward because your fantasies are staying in your head doesn't mean you can't follow through because they are providing warmth for you or soccer like in your head it's okay it's fine but don't be scared at the same time to act out if an opportunity presents itself or if a partner that is able and willing to do so is available for you just say they're better as fantasy sometimes but when you do want to act on it don't be scared don't just think oh they're just supposed to stay in your head there's no need to bring it to life because here's the thing you might try it and not like it and that's fine like you might try it and be like oh yeah this is not as interesting as i thought or you might be interested or in love with the idea of giving someone pain in your head physically and then you give someone pain and you can't handle giving them pain it's completely fine it's also fine that you cannot handle your fantasies there's absolutely nothing wrong in handling in not being able to handle your fantasies there's absolutely nothing wrong in having like trying to make a fantasy reality and it comes back to buy you ass you have to be fine with the idea that okay i tried it it didn't work it's fine it's not a bad thing it doesn't have to go perfect all the time just because it kept you company and warm in your head for a very long time doesn't mean it's the right fit for you physically and when you do make it a reality and it doesn't fit for you doesn't work for you that's fine move on it's sex it's fun it's interesting 
just be glad that you enjoyed the experience be glad that you did have the experience at all be glad that it was fun it's it might be a weird story that you laugh about when you're done with the experience okay so i guess i'm almost done with that i think i've been mentioning throughout this entire episode that my mental health is not at its best i am not a hundred percent okay and i've been trying so hard to um be upbeat and happy and if you got here so far thank you so much for listening to this amazing podcast i'm going to be taking a break i am house hunting at the moment and houses that i was looking at like last year that i didn't like have tripled in prices this year i think there's a housing i don't think there's a housing crisis going on in the entire world so in my head i actually think i'm not alone so i'm not i'm doing that i'm not in the best headspace i'm very um unhappy my depression is kicking me in the ass my mental health is just shit right now so i'm going to be uploading like a few pre-recorded episodes i might do an episode once in a while but i don't i just don't have the (sighs) just i can't right now i've been trying to get finish almost all of my content so i don't have anything to post i've been avoiding creating new content because i can't i just so um long story short i'm super struggling right now and i am trying to do this life thing so bear with me thank you so much for listening um so far thank you for understanding and bearing with me if you don't that's fine you are within your right to please share my podcast with people i know you like my content i see my listens thank you so much more people seeing the light i'll be very grateful so is it better as a fantasy or is making it reality more important it's up to you or if you want to share some of your wildest sexual fantasies stories that you've made reality don't hesitate to hit me up on instagram at you guys don't do anyway you guys never do don't forget don't hesitate to hit me up on instagram at sex and sativa oh that's not my instagram handle is it no if you want to share with me your wild amazing sexual fantasies and some of the stories of how you made it a reality don't hesitate to hit me up on instagram at sex positive goddess one word no underscore also on twitter at sex sativa one word no underscore i'm also on tiktok as well at sex positive goddess but you guys never really reach out to me on instagram so it's fine whatever um until i come here again next time thank you for enjoying this episode i still remain your favorite sex positive goddess alex (laughs) go forth and have amazing orgasms